go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, world? This is the handsome troll, the mind of Ralph. I'm in the building. <laughs> Brace Radio, Brace Media, Be Real and Sellers King Should. I'm in the building with the usual suspects, my brothers. Johnny, say what's up to the people. Handsome troll, get the fuck out of here. I'm, all, I'm on it today. And the challenger in the corner, CEO, say what's up to the people. What's going on, Ralph? Man, I, uh, you know, we, we got a few things. This show is gonna be is gonna be a great show as we always produce. But this is the first step in the Johnny versus CEO Hayes uh, next two months that we're leading into the live show. I can't wait for this shit. You mean I you mean Ralph versus oh CEO Ralph Hayes, versus but CEO. it's all good. Yeah, yeah, Johnny's Johnny. He's just, just watching media. as always. Yeah, he's just watching he's me and just me and Ralph act a fool. Always the calm, cool, and collected one. Me and Ralph are the ones that always act silly. So, you know. We got we got to turn up. But, you know, uh, Johnny is definitely the Don King of the situation. He's going to, you know, mediate and do what he has to do. But definitely a uh, shout out to Urban Mogul Life. We have to shout out to people one time. And 247hiphopnews.com. Make sure we uh, plug everybody. Thanks. But uh, we off that. Uh, first, we got to get into... Childish Gambino, this is America. He dropped that on Saturday night because um, it's just, all of a sudden it just kind of started blazing the internet. I didn't even know I followed him on Instagram. I seen like a video. I was like, what is this? And why should I watch it? You know, but uh, fellas, what are our thoughts on the video now that you've seen it? You know, uh, tried to take, stay away from woke Twitter on it, but I'll start with you, CEO. What you think, man? I mean, I, I loved it. I, I, lo- I okay. love creativity. I always look, I mean, Look, my podcast, The Awakened Soul, is all about um, provoking thought and conversation. So that's exactly what that video did. And I, I kind of said it on my most recent episode, like anything that's going to get people talking, uh, anything that's going to get people researching. I hope anyone who's into this is really researching the imagery that's in this video and doing some of the things that are behind it. It's just a dope video. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny? Yeah. The, vi- the video is definitely dope. Um, I was the first time I watched it, I was like. I was really shocked at the imagery in it. Um, I didn't do any research on it, but I saw other people that did research and like posted, you know, side by side pictures and all that um, on social media. And I didn't even correlate him making the face like Uncle Ruckus. I don't know if he actually tried to make an Uncle Ruckus face or if that was a coincidence, but I thought that was interesting. Um, so I heard somebody bring up the fact the guy that was playing the guitar at the beginning looked like Trayvon Martin's dad, but it wasn't know. him. I don't know if that was a reach, but did you see yeah. the Jim Crow stance though? Yes, yes. Okay. That was yeah, like it the, the whole video the whole video is definitely thought provoking. Um <laughs> and then at the end when he was running from I, I call it the angry white mob, I look I look at it like how whenever like some black people try to expose things in America that a lot of people aren't really privy to, how they try to like basically chase after them for things. Which kind of may maybe or maybe not is what happened to Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Like I, <laughs> look at this running, and I sent what y'all look. What? <laughs> what just happened? I'm like. So I'm like, what the fuck is WP? <laughs> so, so you guys know I'm a practical joker. So I I happened to 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 message our our good friend Mike from uh from we leave you this, and I'm like, you know what? Let's let's do a run in on the boys from oversaturated on the breaks tonight. So we 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 got Mike in the building. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on, people? I it's good to finally like talk to the 
the group, you know, you, I talked to you, but oversaturated, man. It, it's yeah, like actually hearing their voices because, you know, hey, they, they don't mess with your boy. And so I, shout out to CEO for reaching out. Man, I know you had the Michael Smith features. It's been hard to get in touch with you, Mike. Man. I'm like, damn, man, I'm supposed to host the show right now. I'm like, how does this work? But, <laughs> but, but, but no, Mike, um, glad, glad you're here. But we were definitely talking about the Childish Gambino uh, video. What are your thoughts on it? I think everybody kind of touched on it. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, so, of course, you have to talk about the video because, I mean, the song is okay. Uh, because it's not a it's not a hip hop song. Childs Gambino has never been like straight hip hop. Uh, it's kind of been a mix of a bunch of different influences. So when you take a look at the video, I think it was very well done. And I love the fact that he continued down. You know, if you're fans of Atlanta, you kind of appreciate this style of shooting. And so um, just the, 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 the visual aspect of it was reminiscent, especially of like the first season of Atlanta. Um, I'm still behind in the second season because, um, you know, baby. Uh, but but like I, I, I watched it maybe about three times initially because it was like first I was like, man, he hitting everything. And I was like, wait a minute. Did I just see death in the background? I was like, okay, well, hold on. Let me see what other moves he's going to hit. And then I'm going to come back and watch it again. And so just the, 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 the mass chaos that he was able to, like, display. And, and just, I, like, there's something just about cinematics and everything. And being in the perfect position of where you could see him and focus on him. But ever so off to the side, you can just be able to take in all the little nuances, even on a small screen, I think was very well thought out. Yeah. I think he played me because like, I'm, I was so focused on like the dancing and the performance aspect of it. It was a lot of stuff in the background that I definitely missed. So I think that's probably what he was trying to, to do with uh, getting, you know, the dance moves and everything. And then like, you forget about all the bullshit behind people, like, you know, the things that are going on. I think that's what people were, you know, making the interpretation of. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. I'm like, the video is, you know, it's cool. Like the song is, it's all right. Like, that's all I got. Like, I don't, you know, yeah. neither here nor there. Yeah, and I think for me, it's just the fact that he made it hard to see mm -hmm. the stuff in the background. I think that's the thing. It's not that he's just there doing the dances and kind of, you know, oh, he's hitting all these moves. No, it's actually, he's doing it so well that it's actually difficult. Even if you're trying to just watch the video and see the stuff in the background, you keep getting distracted by him, even if you're intentional about it. And I think that's also a part of the message. It's not not only are we being distracted, but even but even those who are most focused can also get distracted. And I thought that was uh, that was part of my takeaway. OK, now, what's the best meme you've seen as a result of this video? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's. This is how this is how Atlanta Atlanta people shoot. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. I'm gonna yeah, say somebody, somebody said one the one where uh, Thanos where he was peeping around the corner and the choir said Avengers fan. Oh man, yeah, fan. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, I that saw was, that. that was real. <laughs> was yo, 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 somebody <laughs> said somebody said <laughs> yo. If somebody killed me like that, God, I got to give me a do over. Do -over. Yeah. That was the yeah. funniest yeah. one I saw, too. I was just about to say the same thing. <laughs> that was oh, man. But, I mean, the video was cool. Like, I don't want uh, our listeners to think that we're, you know, shitting on it. It's just, you know, it was cool. Like, you know, we saw what 
the interpretations were. So it's kind of like, you know, it is what it is. And this, so, this, let's, this let's, is something I had to do, too, is I had to <laughs> listen to the song without the video. And the song was yeah. all right. But watching the video, I felt like, like in that moment of watching the video, I felt like it was one of the dopest songs I've heard. But then when I like listen to it the next day, like in the car, I'm like, no, nah, this is it's, it's okay. But, it's, it's but, okay. but if you're a fan of Gambino, which I am and I have been for maybe about eight years now, mm-hmm. like you, like it, it sounds like something that he would make. So even I can listen to it without like I was even leading up to coming on. I was listening to it without the video like mm-hmm. it vibes with me. And so, mm-hmm. and so, if you weren't really like a big Gambino, I know uh, Ralph. You and I talked about the the last. Uh, no, this was because the internet. We talked about that project. Yeah. Um, but like, if if you weren't into his weirdness or his differentness about it, then it's kind of like, oh, you're all about the video. But for me, just following him, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I can I can vibe with that. I can play that. Right. Right. Feel that. But you will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. Yeah, but we have to get into the Book of Ryan. We talk about Royce the Five Nine so much on our various platforms. Wherever you you know you listen to Oversaturated or Awakened Soul or just the Breaks Media, Breaks Radio, we have to discuss the Book of Ryan. Now I'll go first. I don't want. I want. I'm gonna get mine out first. I think this album's okay. Like, and that's no slight to Royce. I think that in this current climate of hip hop, personal hip hop records just don't resonate well. Like, I think the consensus for like albums like 444 and what's another album? Uh, the J Cole, the project, not the KOD joint, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for your eyes only. People yeah. don't like. They're they're okay albums, but they're not like widely celebrated and this is a good project i think the production is okay now i do have a few standout projects i mean songs like i i definitely enjoy uh enjoy both versions of caterpillar um Oof. i think bob Lo boat was dope of course uh dumb with featuring boogie like i like whoever boogie is i don't know who that is boogie's not like i think he floated on that song and i think it was maybe one or two songs oh definitely cocaine don't don't let me uh stop you know say that without saying cocaine uh, I just think it's okay, but I don't want it to sit, seem like I'm unappreciative of this album, but it's like I wanted to like it so much. It's like I feel like it's going to have to grow on me. <clears throat> but uh, I'll, who, who wants to jump in first? Like with their, uh, All right, let, let, me, let me jump in because okay. I'm hearing a lot of people talk about the song Cocaine. Like, mm-hmm. I like... I like oh. what he's saying in it. <laughs> like the story, all that is great, cool. I don't like the way it's delivered. I, I hate the way it's delivered. Y'all know I hate these rapping, singing ass people, and I did not expect that shit from Royce. I did not, and I, I didn't like it. I, I I really disliked it. Um, <laughs> but over overall, the album album isn't bad, but it's not great either. Um, like Ralph was saying, per, like maybe this is just something he had to get off his chest, the personal shit. I I wasn't really rocking with it, honestly. I. I only, I've only been through I've, I've only been through the entire album once, um, so I'm definitely going to give it a, a second listen. But just off the first listen, I I'm not sure this is something I'll keep in rotation. That's just really how I feel, honestly. That was a, like a light ether, but uh, see you. <laughs> so here, and here's the thing: like this is this album because of the content of the album, and I and I I've been looking at the reviews like. 
the reviews are crazy for it. Like he's getting tens and nines out of tens and five. Like one review I read, I can't remember the website. I think it was, can't remember. Um, but it was a prominent hip hop website said that this this it has firmly planted him as a top five rapper, dead or alive. And I'm like, this album? How does this, this album one? Do how does this <laughs> one do it? Like, don't get me wrong, it's not bad. Like I said, and, and musically it's cool. Like I don't I don't dislike the album at all. I just know what Royce is capable of better than this. Like Layers was better a better album than this. Right. So for for this one to be getting the claim that it is critically, I feel like you know how like with and we all watch movies. You know, like with the Oscars or whatever, when they miss an actor's great performance, they kind of own one, and then they'll get an Academy Award for a role that everyone... Denzel. Touche. They'll kind of yeah, give him yeah. one. And I feel like yeah. that's what they're doing with this album. Like, we've ignored Royce's whole career, the mainstream, so now they got something that is deep in, in the content in which he's talking about, and now they're trying to use this as the one. It's This isn't the one, but it's a, it's a good album. I love... Um, both versions of Caterpillar. You can take Royce's verse off. Just put Logic and M's verses on the same one. Facts. Fire. Um, the chorus is dope. Um, uh, what, what was I about to say? Uh, power. The power record, while I don't like the execution of it as much as, as I could, what he's talking about in it overcomes any 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 structural problems I have with the song musically. What he's talking, the content of it, I think is one that everyone needs to hear. I think that's dope. The strong friend, I felt. Mr. Porter, I think his production, if it wasn't for a Royce album, I would enjoy it more. But for Royce's style, I feel like he tried to change it to fit some of the, the beat, the production um, points on this album. But overall, it's it's a solid album. It's just not Royce's best body of work. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you got anything to uh, jump in on this one? I sh- Strong, strong friends is my joint. Uh, that that is my that right now. That's just my my personal favorite, given just the way that my life has went. And so, but I think that's why people really enjoy this Royce album. It's so personal. It's so like I made the mistake of like I don't I don't really know a lot outside of strong friends. I don't really don't know a lot of the t- of the track names because I kind of like threw it on. And but I made the mistake of doing it in shuffle. And so I listened to the album out of order. And mm, so, mm. but when it came after the intro, like I got all the heartfelt songs, like I got all the deep songs and I'm like, mm. and you know, just it, it's something about when it's considering that we are children of, of children of the crack generation, like the crack generation, you know, we're, we're their descendants, you know? Mm. So him telling the stories of, you know, you know, about, you know, about his old man, you know, doing cocaine and stuff like that and then just that that those those different isms i think that resonated with a lot of people so that's kind of like what kind of got me because my fan you know my family issues and knowing issues of family with you know friends and their families and stuff like that so like you hear that yeah you may have been and i'm not a fly by night works fan but like when i'm hearing those things i was like man it's so good it's so refreshing to kind of like hear bits and pieces of my story told by someone else. And I think to that with the traditional Royce, I think to, is kind of like what hit me. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I think we all kind of share the same sentiment about the album. I mean, as far as like, we can appreciate it. Maybe yeah. some things aren't just for us, but overall, like it's something you can still listen to. It's not like, yeah. Oh, let's throw the whole album away. Right. I don't think I've got that from anybody. So that's that's good to know, but this is going to be a hell of a segue because I don't know how we're going to go from talking about Royce to this next topic, but we're going to give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, what's your 
You know you're speaking, I see your lips moving, but I can't understand what you're saying. A whole bunch of A's and a whole bunch of yes. We what you call a mumble rapper. So you say yeah after everything and make it wrong. It don't matter what it is. You are fake. Like now we were having this conversation in the group. We were uh, just seeing is mumble rap the new auto tune. Um, as you can tell from the, the landscape of hip hop, mumble rap is what's hot. That's what's that's what's uh, burning up the charts. That's what's on the radio. So who wants to dive in first? Like, what are your thoughts on it? I, I'll say CEO. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess this was one that I presented. Um, I, I definitely think that mumble rap is is the this generation's version of of auto tune or whatever you want to call it because I don't think it's going to stick. I think it's going to have its stretch. It's going to only take one rapper to get tired of it that's on a on a prominent stage and then we're going to have a death of uh Mom no, I don't think we're ever going to do death of mumble rap. But when you see people like um for example, like this is when uh, Ralph, me, you and Johnny kind of all got linked up when Belly came out with the mumble rap album making yeah. fun of the mumble rap generation. And me yeah. and you both, both I think Ralph is me and you were talking about it at first when we got tagged in it by, um, I think it was AJ from What We Gonna Do who tagged us yeah. in it. Yeah. And uh, we were like, mumble rap? And I listened to it, I'm like, oh, I see what he's doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, there's no way it can last. Like, I, I get it. This generation doesn't look for lyricism. I understand all that. I, I don't think that, you know, I don't expect it to change in, in the sense as far as like now all of a sudden we're going back to lyrical rappers or whatever but i don't think this mumble rap thing is, is going to stick around like i mean literally it takes the comp the skill out of rapping if you can just say whatever and it not be any content in it for real and that's why i don't think it's going to last and it, and, it, and it may breed some people that do mumble rap now we may end up finding out they can rap just like it completely to still honor Ralph's phrases and snatch my edges to uh, hear, hear, hear that uh, to hear that T-Pain can actually sing. Like, you can't tell me the first yeah. time you heard T-Pain sing without auto-tune, you weren't like, damn, like, why? And I, and I just think that, you know, as as people get tired of it, as it everyone starts using it as a crutch, that's going to breed somebody or something to want to do something different, and hopefully that falls back on some form of lyricism. At least that's my opinion on it. Yeah, I'd like to throw this out there. I think that we have to kind of look at ourselves when it comes to mumble rap. Like we we're of the, the 2000s party hip hop generation. Like people chase chart success over lyrical, like classics and things like that. I definitely think when we were all coming up, we're all of the same age range. Um, like T-Pain is definitely like the daddy of all these little niggas. Like if you <laughs> want to be completely honest, like regardless, like if you felt like he didn't mumble and you appreciated his version of what he did better than what these other dudes are doing, they are definitely like falling off of that tree. Like, and then Lil Wayne start doing auto tune, and then you know all the mainstream artists start biting that style. And then, like, even if T Pain wasn't their favorite, their favorite start biting it. So now I see that these other examples of it. So I start doing it, and then you know, like Lil Wayne, like Lil Wayne and T Pain. Oh God, like. It's like a you, you can do like a whole family tree, family reunion off of them right now of what people do if you're talking about style. But that's that's just me. Like I mumble rap is definitely like a trendy type of thing, like just how autotune was, but it definitely started way I think I think it's kinda like, you know, um progression or however you want to look at it. But that's how I look at it. Can I can I jump in? Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So the way I see about this and i want to attack something um ceo just said and uh where he said that 
number one, that the that auto-tune is kind of like gone. It hasn't because even in the mumble rap, people are still using auto-tune. So it's still a big part. It hasn't went away. And so what it is, it has, it's been reinvented and used and now in a part of mumble rap. And I would ask the question, and when you talk about lyrics and things of that nature, what do you consider mumble rap? Are you saying, because the mumble rap is a delivery method that doesn't necessarily mean anything with lyrics. And so... I mean, yes, right now they're synonymous. They're kind of synonymous. But what if you get a mumble rapper? Yes, they're mumbling, for example, but then they're actually giving you solid bars. Would you be against that as far as it not lasting? Like, it's possible. See, and what I don't think, I don't associate personally solid bars with mumble rap. Then at that point, you're just, it's it's more of a wordplay thing. So when... Who, who are you considering a mumble rapper? Because like, I think we may be kind of saying the same thing. We just are looking at it a different light. Who, who's, right now, who's the most prominent mumble rapper to you? 21. No. Okay. Now, who's, <laughs> no, who's, no, who's no, a no. mumble rapper who actually has bars? No, I, but I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. But saying that, but saying, if you coin a phrase, like, the phrase is mumble rap. Mm-hmm. And so, but that, to me, that all has always spoken to delivery and whether I can understand them or not. It doesn't translate to what I read on the lyrics page. And so, so when I go to Genius, you know what I mean? Yeah, some of those still throw me off, but maybe the next evolution mm-hmm. is someone actually taking that mumble delivery and then putting content lyrics behind it. And so it doesn't necessarily go away. It just remains kind of like, you know, now how auto-tune has kind of been reinvented. And like, the thing is with hip hop is that it's still new. Like we're still creating, like right now, you you know, it still has the freedom to create all these sub-genres and sub-categories and stuff like that. You know, auto-tune, when T-Pain was doing it, didn't take away from anybody else in the same way that Cole album just broke records. And so mumble rap's not taken away from that. It's just that you're creating a bigger, you know, it went from ponds to lakes to now it's an ocean. And so there's different parts and everybody can get a, everybody can swim in their own or, 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 or float in their own little area. And so now because hip hop is ubiquitous and it's, it's, it's ubiquitous. It's just, everything and so when it becomes so since it's a part of everything there's going to be these changes these facets but they don't never go away they just go ahead and create their own little children their little facets and you're going to gravitate to what you like and you're going to dismiss what you don't in the same way that people that love rock don't really love you know some people don't love death metal and so and i can't understand what they're saying there either (laughs) and so yeah i'd like to jump in like on what you were saying mike because with like what I think the artist you were trying to describe honestly is what I from what I've been told I can't you know necessarily verify this is Migos because like the way that they deliver words is not necessarily a mumble it's just the the it's just like a just it's like the flow. cadence yeah 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah the, the cadence. cadence yeah so like I'm not saying they have Royce bars like we're not going that far but there is some level of lyricism there like it's a smidgen. It's not. It's not bad. It's not as trash. But I would go dead. as far as to say, Migos on some tracks absolutely have lyricism. Like if you really read the bars, there's times. Uh, freak, freak no more is definitely like a 2016 uh, version of uh, Brenda's Got a Baby. I just want to throw that out there. Don't want to be a freak no more. Like that's the same thing. But you know, I'm sorry, uh, Johnny. Let you want to talk let, something? On let, this? let me ask y'all a question. So, from from the conversation y'all just had. It sounds like you guys don't associate mumble rap with whack rappers. 
Is that right? So because somebody is a mumble rapper doesn't automatically make them a whack rapper is what I'm hearing, right? Yeah, because you can I can understand what you're saying and you can be whack. Yeah. When I when I say mumble when I have a problem with mumble rap, it's when the, you're not really rapping about anything. You're just saying words that rhyme that are quick that you can the syllables hit quickly. But really Future. when you break it down, you you didn't say anything. Like you didn't yeah. literally your bar, your bars, your verse has no substance. It's just words but that, that rhyme together. But technically that's whack, right? Yeah. For me, for me personally, when I hear mumble rap, when I hear the term mumble rap, I automatically think that the rap th- that the rapper is whack. Like mm-hmm. that's why I don't even like I don't listen to a Twenty One Savage. I don't listen to anybody well, that's in the mumble rap category. People say Lil Yachty is like a mumble rapper. That nigga don't mumble. He's just horrible. Like I mean, he can make he's just a whack rapper. A, yeah, he can make a catchy song, but he's not. By so you trying to like, say you wasn't bumping Minnesota? Wait. You trying to say you wasn't bumping? bumping? I ain't never gonna hear Minnesota play while you working out, Ralph. Hey, hey man, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Hey, I'm sorry. You know I, I stand for everything that's a little nigga song on this podcast. Like, I know that, but I'm keeping it real right now. <laughs> no, I, I feel you because I know I know Lil Uzi is your man's. I know that. Like I know, hey, man, we not and that's cool. Up. I go slander a little I'm, I'm not sl- I'm not slandering. I'm just saying that's not yeah, something that I would they're, they're, look look at <laughs> they're, they're melodic. Like they don't have rap. They they just Yeah, you know. but but <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Mike. Oh, but who are we talking about? You you just mentioned not not um Lil Yachty, even Lil Yachty, he said that he's not a, you know, he's not a rapper. And so you don't need to come for him for that. In the same way, like back when you know we was running around the mother club like like people were talking about that too and yes it kind the crunk era died down but it did reinvolve it did change and so kind of the the club music that we get now is a little bit influenced from that it's not as violent <laughs> but but the but the but the but some of the essence of that is still there so i just think that right now that mumble rap is just in its infancy and so it's so it's just going to it's going to grow. It's going to mature. Like whenever you think something is played out, somebody's going to take it and flip it. And so the next big thing is going to be somebody that has that because I consider mumble rap a, a delivery method. And so I so I see it. The next big thing is going to be somebody that has that delivery method and then has the bars to follow to, to when you when you pull up that genius dot com, like you're going to be like, shoot. Like, like that, that's going to be the move. And that's going to be terrible because if you mumble some dope bars, I can't, I'm not going to be able to understand the dope shit you're saying. So I'm going to have to read it. You might as well write a book. Yeah. And then it pressures people that actually really want to rap and rap a certain way to kind of switch their flow and cadence up to something that may not necessarily work for them. Because like we talked about on uh, the episode with Mickey Facts, humble brag, uh, <laughs> we talked about it with Mickey. He said that he thought about kind of like, you know, doing it, but he was like, nah. You know, you know I remember yeah. that? He was just like, yeah. nah. And then, yeah, I, I listened to it to pre- I listened to it again to prep for this episode because I was like, I got I got to be ready because, you know, I don't know the next time I'm talk to Ralph and Johnny because they don't stop. have to. Stop, stop, stop. I, I remember stop. That so, <laughs> let, let me present this question then. So, fast rappers, Twister, Buster, Jay-Z, when he used to do it from time to time, mm-hmm. is mumble rap not because I can't say evolution, but did mumble rap spin off from that? Did people who didn't have the technical ability of a Buster Rhymes and Twister is this their version of trying to imitate that as mumble rap? 
No, because even if you slow down like the fast rhymes, you will be able to understand what they're saying. Some of them fast raps are trash. And so it was well, only impressive because they were rapping fast. And so <laughs> like it, if you read those lyrics, like, come on now. And I know y'all love Shauna, but that Shauna yeah, and oh, Ludacris joint, they ain't rapping about nothing. RPM, they was just rapping. Like, it was just, <laughs> they was just rapping. It, it, it was rap- and, it, and, and it was just rapping fast, but the lyrics were garbage. Yes, yes, yes. That's a great example. That's a great. Oh example. man, that's Hold on. hilarious. We're not going to slander. I love that song. We're not going to slander it. But I only I love like it. it. I only I love like it because it of the, ca- the point. But see, this is the thing, though. Almost, I would, I would assume everybody could mumble rap. Like they, they have the ability to mumble rap. Not everybody has the ability to rap fast like that. So it's like it's a. It's a style. It's a style type of thing. Like not everybody can rap fast, but shit, I can mumble rap two bars right now. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody can do that. This is dope conversation. I, I love having this. Challenge or some shit. Like I, <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> the moment though, yo. But I, I mean, I think I think we all kind of you know chimed in on that. So that was a great conversation, fellas. I love that. Now. Like the creme de la creme. This is our last topic. Right? Before we get into diss tracks, I'm sorry, I got to throw you off, man. I oh, gotta damn. stop it. I gotta stop it because we got we got our own little battle going on here. The Fresh Cut Friday, man. Show them, Johnny, yeah, hey, man. promoter, man. Give give it to the people. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, as most of you know, Ralph does. Um, he posts videos on Friday when he gets his haircut. Cough. Oh, he he titles the videos Fresh Cut Fridays, and his he's gained a lot of um a lot of no viewers Friday. on that. There there are people there. Are, there are people that look forward to this on Fridays. I, I've so, seen it. So, see, Mike has Mike has seen it, and um, CEO Hayes he also does his own version where he posts uh, photos of himself on Instagram uh, with you know with his beard and line and all that shit too. So today, well, you know this will be out next week, but today they kind of made a little, I guess the beef turned up basically, <laughs> and starting I guess Memorial Day Memorial Day weekend ish. Yeah. Um, starting Memorial Day weekend and every week up until the Breaks radio live show, July twenty, yeah, yeah. tickets ten dollars on event. Bright holidays. They're gonna they're gonna battle each other every Friday when they get their haircut, and we need you guys, the listeners, to vote on who had the freshest cut and video for that particular week. So please be looking out for that because it's coming. Oh, that's y'all. Dope. Y'all want to talk shit right now? Y'all want to say? Nah, Listen, nah, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm, no, I'm gonna say something because you know I talk oh, shit. Oh, so okay. because because Ralph doesn't have the facial ability to thirst trap like a CEO Ooh. Hayes does, he has to rely Ooh, on the fresh shit. cut to be able to give him that boost of confidence. See, when you walk around every day looking like I do, I can I can I can walk in looking like Kuta Kente and I can still post a picture and be good. But since Ralph, you know, you know, he needs that fresh cut. He needs to rely on that. I'm a, I gave him the fresh cut Fridays. I had the other six days of the week. I'm coming for that day, player. Damn. See, Fla- see, Flash want my spot. Light skin can't. You know, he don't. He don't want me to flourish right now. You know what I'm saying? I post my little fresh cut Friday videos. I'm in my own world. I'm over here. I'm over here chilling. Now he got to come gentrify my shit. This is mine. This is mine, yo. This is mine. <laughs> He said gentrified. All right, all right, fellas. All right, fellas. We're going to save it. We're going to save it for press conference Memorial Day weekend. You be, uh, 
That's What's up? Hey, Tom. Sure, nah, yeah. you my boy, but you be playing them angles like an Instagram model, bro. Thank you. I, 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 see, I got a side with CEO. He brought me onto the podcast. It, it oh, works though. Hey, hey, hey! Listen, if the women, if the women can do it, goddamn it, we can do it too. Okay, (laughs) that's what that's all I'm saying. I got podcasts to listen to. I got shirts for sale. I got to do. I got to do. But listen, (laughs) so, so, ladies and gentlemen, the listeners, so Memorial Day weekend, please uh, tune in to all of our social media, where we will be promoting this. And we will have our first Fresh Cut Friday duel. No, Fresh Cut Friday face-off. That's what I'm calling it. Yes. It's going down. It is going down. That's why I opened the show the way I did, but I'm off that. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, let's let's talk about this element of hip-hop, fellas. <laughs> beefs, 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 beefs. We have to discuss our favorite diss tracks. Now, um, we we stuck to three, so we'll stick to three diss tracks. Like, what are your favorite three? Regards the era, regards the artist, whatever you want to do. I'm gonna go with our special special guest, right. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, the CEO didn't give me my. He he said we were talking about diss tracks. He didn't tell me I had another. I had to name three. Well, I, I got. Yeah. I got. A, I, I got. I got a pass for a quick second. Okay. <laughs> well, and for a quick second, I, I got a couple in mind, but I, I need a third. Okay. Okay. Johnny, you want to go? Wow. Yeah. yeah, I think okay. it's all good. Um. <laughs> all right. So I just picked three of my favorites. Um. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like research or anything. It was just the first three that came to my head. Cool. So I'm gonna get the first one out the way since. Ralph kind of like shitted on it already, so I I, I picked I picked hit him up. I didn't know I didn't shit no, on. And 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 I, and I don't mean I don't mean you shit on it. I just mean you was just like you know that's a safe pick, but it's it's one of my favorites. So oh, I had hey, I had to pick it. Yeah. This listen when I when I think about diss tracks, what I love about them the disrespect level and the amount of like just shit talking on the track. So that that's that's what I go off based off of this track. So hit him up. Tupac completely disrespected the fuck out of Big. We all know. We know how the song goes. So that's my first one. Um, my second one is um second round knockout by Cannabis going mm. at uh, LL Cool J. So many lines in here. Um, uh, mad at me, mad at me, cause cause I kicked that shit real when ninety nine percent of your fans wear high heels. I thought that was hard. Um, toward the end, he said, watch me rip the tet off your arm, kick you in the groin, stick you for your Vanguard Award in front of your mom, your first, second, and third born, make your wife get on the horn, call Minister Farrakhan. Like, mm. he, he, he killed, he killed LL Cool J in that song to me. Like, he demolished him. And then my third one is, you know I had to go with the Eminem track. Oh. Nail, nailing, nailing most, the call. I'm gonna say, most of, most of them, most of them, shit. <laughs> But yeah, I, it, I definitely like that that last pick for sure because like he did Benzino so bad, man. He got like multiple tracks on Benzino, bro. Like <laughs> Dude, he came out with a track on Benzino every week, man. It was so sad. Yeah. Man, it was bad. It was crazy. Just five minutes of just letting Benzino have it. Like just five straight minutes of just just talking that shit to him. It was it was that that's probably a diss track I would play just like in regular, like just rotation. Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I love yeah. this track. 
So that, those, those are my three. Uh, right. CEO, what you got? Oh, hold on. Who want to go? Who want to go? Oh, oh I, I think I got some. So okay. nail it. So Nail in the Coffin was gonna be mine. Was gonna be one of mine. So I ain't gonna take it because I love Nail in the Coffin. Mm-hmm. I'll take the conspiracy freestyle from Eminem, which was which which was part of that that whole little thing too. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna get that one out the way. I'm gonna be that guy. I'm gonna be that guy. I don't care. You ain't gotta call it a diss song. I don't care. I'll go all the way back to back. That is my. <laughs> that is my. That is one of my. Favorite songs. I it is one of my. It was. It was one. It, that is hands down one of my. And it's so. And it, yes, people talk about it because he ain't really spitting, but he ain't really talking about him. Like, but he kind of is. So, is it really a diss track? No, he did. It was the ultimate troll because he made it into a hit song, and I still, I still like. Oh, just uh, uh, I forgot it's a podcast. Y'all can't see me, but uh, like every time that beat drop, yeah. every time, every time the beat drop, that that is my that is my joint. And then I love, and then following in that same one, uh, and I'm I'm not going off technical ability for the last two, um, mm-hmm. which was back to back. The last one that I'm gonna pick because I just I, I like the the song. I don't I don't particularly like the song, but it but. It comes up time and time and again, and that'd be the jaw roll clapback. I like I it, it because it's so useful in this meme era. Like you know what I mean. You could drop it at the end of a video. Like 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 I didn't done it before. Like it's so useful to me, and so I, I'm gonna go with those. That's hilarious. <laughs> the clapback. I'm, tro- I'm, I'm a I'm a troll at heart. I'm a troll at heart. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna say this though. About clapback, that beat and that chorus go. I don't care what nobody has to say. You beat saw I stole it for the kickback. Hard. I stole it for yeah. the kickback, and I did my own chorus over it. But it go, yeah. it goes so like when that beat kicks on. I don't have to hear any. You know that song. Like people forget about that only because everybody was so busy riding Fifty's coattails of that. Like Fifty had taken over everything. If he would have came out with that first, yeah. People would have been going crazy about it. It's just that at that point, nobody cared about Ja. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. over. Oh, yeah, nobody. Yeah, it, it was over. It was over. But it's still useful to me. So, right. Uh, Hell see, no. yo, jumping in, man. You yeah, good? man. So the, my top two are just so classic diss songs that I wanted to go a little different with the third <laughs> one. So my third one. I was gonna do nail in the coffin, but luckily I always write down an alternate. So since since Johnny <laughs> ran with it, I took it. But Exodus twenty three one, Pusha T, Lil Wayne. Yes, 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 the, yes. For the fact that that was when Lil Wayne was at the top, and the fact that no matter what Lil Wayne did after that, that ghoulish, I don't even know which one came. It was done. Like it didn't matter. It it. The only thing Lil Wayne could have did to come back from that is had come out with pictures of Pusha T, Baby Mama in his crib. Like that could have been the only thing to to come back at that point. And then it wasn't even that would have been outside of music. That diss track is hard, man. It's it's amazing. Damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I actually I actually got that on my list, so I'm gonna scratch that off. I got alternates because we talked about this before. (laughs) (laughs) So my uh, second favorite diss track of all time it's the class it's ether i mean yeah just and some people say it's overly aggressive but i don't believe how can you be overly aggressive in a beef like at that especially at that time in hip-hop beef was your whole career on the line so there was no such thing as overly aggressive and he showed it on that track from the very first bar the very first bar like it didn't you knew he the beat, knew he was coming. The beat ain't even dropped yet, man. Exactly. Like, 
Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. I'm going to say the dope thing about Ether is that in the same way, like I said about songs and stuff like that, it, it contributed to the culture. Like you tell you, when you say you ethered somebody, like you, you say that in reference to Nas. Like that, that, that's, that's one thing like that. I, I got to rock with you on that one. Yeah. 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 And then the classic, my number one, and I've talked to you guys both about this. No I Vaseline. Say, it, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Like mm-hmm. it's a, it does everything you wanted to do. It's a dope track by itself he gives every member of nwa a bar to knock them the grandchildren there's there's people's great grandchildren from that that's still feeling the effects of no vaseline <laughs> <laughs> like dead serious if mc Ren's great grandson just walked in here right now i'd laugh at him because his his granddad got no vaseline like it's it's still, done. still changed <laughs> so yeah like, it's 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 amazing it People now, like, and I don't know how forgotten it is by this generation or not, um, but just that it's the perfect diss track. And, and the fact that there was so much history between them at that point, he brought up everything between just throwing shots to legitimate conversations they had, like, everything about it. It's it's the perfect diss track, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like, top five diss. Like, that's... Yeah, it you, is. Yeah, it that's, is. that's up there. You can't even really talk about that. For, I mean, you can't talk about distance and not talk about no Vaseline. But um, my three, um, I did have Pusha T, uh, Exodus 21, but I scratched that off. Now, I'm going to go with my alternate. This is kind of interesting. But uh, I got Ludacris, War With God. Ooh. I don't know if y'all remember that song off of Release Therapy. Like, Ludacris had cut off his braids, pork chop burns. Like, he was like, but he was going at T.I. neck the whole song. And, T- and <clears throat> Ludacris don't even do that. Right. Like, he don't. But he was giving T.I. <laughs> That work like he was talking to Ti Soul on that song, and people Y'all forget re- about his verse on Stomp. That's what, yep. I, that's what I was about to yep, say. Yep, yep, about to say. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yes, he had to take that man. Didn't wasn't it Luda's verse he took off for the video version, or was it Ti's yeah. verse? Uh, I, he had to take Luda's version off because of the way he ended it. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah, expect that man. to be a you know a, I mean a video version you know making to the video cut. So I Ludacris yeah. War with God off the release therapy album. That was on the album, and the beat was just like, bruh, I'm okay. Uh now this one kind of unconventional again. Rick Ross Mafia music. Now, y'all remember when 50 and Ross got into it? Yeah. Yeah. Curtis Curtis Jackson's baby mama, and I ain't asking for a cent. <laughs> like he like he was, I think he just smashed his baby mama, but like it did 50 burnt the house down, like, bro, like. But this is Rick Ross's arguably his hardest song. Like just rapping. Like Rick Ross don't rap too much. He rapped. No book, no no hook, just rapped for like three minutes. Bars. And he was talking to 50. I was like, bro. But (laughs) okay. Uh last one. Now this is a this this track. Dr. Dre Dre Day. Got Easy E the fuck up out of here. And that's it. Like, I I mean, yeah. That's that's what I got. Like I hope you know. I hope y'all can rock with my list. Now, know? see, the only reason why I personally would never put Dre Day on the list of mine because he didn't mm-hmm. write it. Like, mm-hmm. so I okay. that that I, as I can as, a, that. as as <laughs> someone who I mean, but nowadays you never know. But like you know, Dre is never. I still Jay Z still needs all those awards for Chronic Two Thousand and One since he basically wrote that. All, that all those awards should be Jay Z. So that's just what I think about that. Yeah. I think one day, Mike, you included, I think all of us need to sit down and have an honest conversation about Ether. 
I'm not saying I'm not saying it's whack or anything. I'm just saying like we can really like really do a deep dive into the bars. I think the track is more funny than like disrespectful, but that's that's me personally. I still love I still love it. It did a lot for the culture, but I think it's more funny than like actually like dissing. Piggybacking off of that, I think it's because we never really heard Nas talk like that. Maybe is that could be it. Maybe that was probably the, that's probably the most radio play Nas ever got in his life. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's yeah, but then it's 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 it's, a, it's it's not about facts. It's about it's not about facts or bars. It's about quotables. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I agree, I agree. <laughs> and there are a, a lot. The whole song is a quotable. Yeah. <laughs> for real. <laughs> but I mean, if we're all being honest, like yes. Uh, I think Ether has the big, bigger impact in the culture, but Takeover is a better diss track. Hold on, yes, but are we not going to talk about this? Uh, this, uh, this Mace and Cameron did it make y'all list? <laughs> <laughs> Show over. Like I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening intently. Like, oh shit, he about to say something, and then come with that. Like, it was like you might as well, time. you might as well mention Sheether then. Like, if, that, if we go on that route. <laughs> Listen, the thing is, see, Mike set that up perfectly. He's been dropping knowledge this whole podcast. This, so when he when he stopped it, I was like, oh, he finna really make make us think for a minute. It's hilarious. Right. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, just tell them where they can find you. Yeah, shit, I'm cause... about to say, yeah, we about to sign off after that. They ain't nothing to talk about that. <laughs> this is the Brace Radio, Brace Media, Be Real and Sellers King shit. Shout out to our special guest, Mike, from We Leave You This, man. Tell us where the people can find you. You find me on Twitter and Instagram at Don't Hack Mike. And then you can also find my podcast that I do with my beautiful wife, Tammy, that called We Leave You This. We're two scientists of the post-hip-hop generation. And what we do is that we take all of these lessons from hip-hop to, to, to stem cell research and we flip it with little knowledge and nuggets for the next generation. So you can find us on everywhere at We Leave You This and WeLeaveYouThis.com. What's up, Johnny? What you got for him, man? Hey, hey, listen, y'all just found me on Twitter, J-O-N, two underscores, the letter B. Um, follow Oversaturated, the podcast. Um, fool with our website, OversatThePod.com. And uh, don't forget to follow The Breaks Radio, too, on Twitter, because we out here. That's where all of the... Um, Fresh cut Friday face off shit gonna be. I think we should do an Instagram too, so we could go live at some point. So we'll we'll try to set that up too. So yeah, working on that. Uh, Challenger, what you got for him, man? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take this crown for me, baby. <laughs> oh man, um, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at C E O H A I Z E. You can follow my podcast, The Awakened Soul, at Awakened Soul Pod, and you can also. Find us July 21st in St. Louis at Herb Arts live show, the Breaks Radio live show, which I'm just, I'm so excited for that. It's ridiculous, man. And that's where everything, the culmination of everything that you guys are going to hear over the next couple months is all going to go down there. Facts. And then you can find me, The Mind of Ralph, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure if you have any questions or comments for us, uh, hit the email up, thebreaksmedia at gmail.com. Uh, that was uh, the episode, and we out. Peace. Come on. Today's a new day. Got the booty up in the suitcase. So go uptown to Harlem. Tell them that I sent ya. Tell them it's August. I'm going to November. I need a couple birds. Get abroad. Have them sent up. Call my bird. Get my broad. Have them sent up. Please. Call my niggas. Call my squad. Have them sent up. Please. 
I see a town I'm liking. See some niggas getting money in a town I like it. Yeah. I run up on them with the pound and light it like it's my block now. Alright, kill. He understood me quite clear. Then that thing bang out and rang out the side of his right ear. And I got back to my business, back to my bitches, back to the kitchen at Pyrex Vision. I let that white stuff sit in. Get hard, get rock, get to the block and pitch it. Yeah, I'm sorry, but this is how I'm living, and this is how I get it. Come fuck no more with it.